Welcome, welcome. You are now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way podcast, episode four, and I'm your host. I got some interesting feedback from my last episode that where I covered sex as the topic. And one person in general said, quote, I don't indulge in casual sex, but I feel there's nothing wrong when you're with someone and you love and care for them and you express it in that manner, end quote. And that's a lot of people. That's a, a lot of people feel that way. A whole lot of people. And, and I'm no stranger to that. I've done that myself. But for me personally, as a godly man, quite frankly, I, I, I've, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I have indulged in premarital sex in quote unquote regular relationships. So that's something that I was saying previously that I strive to get to that level that I've never been, which is actually being married and making love to my wife. I've never had that before. And most importantly, my commitment to God is to consistently abide by him. God made sex for man and his wife, for a wife and her husband. Now, people do it all the time outside of marriage. I mean, like, it's very, very commonplace, quite frankly. You know, and like I said, I mean, I'll be the first one to admit, you know, like I, I have not done that accordingly. But as I've continued to get older, I have become more strong-willed and more focused and determined as far as where I want to be. It's like I've done that enough now in my life where I've constantly have had premarital affairs with women who I was not uh, a with, who I was not married to, who was not who were not my wife. And at, at some point in time, you you strive for higher things. You want to elevate. You want. You don't want to consistently be stuck in these situations where you're doing the exact same thing and you're looking for a different result. That is literally the definition of insanity. That's why at some point in time, you have to change up. Do something different if you want something different. So I look back at my life quite often and I'm constantly just playing the woulda, coulda, shoulda game. But in actuality, if I just really did what I believe, if I really did things, simply put, God's way, if I did things God's way, I may already be married. I, I may already uh, have my own family, you know, but it's, it's all right. You know, like I'm not bitter about it. I'm not uh, upset about it or anything like that. I'm just really um, just more determined and focused to do something new for once, you know, as far as that is concerned. It's like I've already been there, done that. I actually want to 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 get to a place that I have not been before. So there's nothing wrong with anybody. If that's how you feel, where you want to share that with if you want to uh, indulge in in a sexual relationship with somebody that you're seeing, although that person isn't your wife or your husband, then that's your prerogative. Then that, hey man, whatever 
whatever you feel comfortable with doing, then that's you. It's not like you're breaking any laws or doing anything illegal. That doesn't make you a criminal or a felon. Um, nothing like that. You know, but from a spiritual standpoint, for me personally, I strive to get to that place that I've never been. And I feel like the best way for me to do that is to follow God's word. Um, and with that said, I'm going to read one more comment that I got. And it says, quote, I think it's beautiful and refreshing that you strive to wait for your future wife as the next woman you want to have sex with, end quote. And exactly right. You know, like, and that's why I said it's so commonplace for people to indulge in, in, uh, in, in premarital relations. You know, so as a man who's a bachelor, I've never had a wife. Uh, I'm, I'm strive to be there. I strive to be there and, and, and to get to that level and Lord willing, it will most certainly happen. And, in due time, you know, with patience and prayer. So um, that now brings me to episode four, as far as the title is concerned. And today, once again, it's uh, in, in the same boat as far as a topic that a lot of people don't like to talk about in public forums. People don't like to talk about as far as it being an issue people don't like to talk about because it is an addiction and ultimately people who have a problem with it don't like to admit that they have an addiction. And that's not just today's topic, but that can be with alcohol, smoking, drugs, um, uh, even even casual sex, you know, but, but that's not what we're talking about. So today, I want to focus on uh, pornography and the dangers of it and as far as the things that it does to you as a person and in your life. Um, and I want to give a quick shout out. I want to give a quick shout out to a, a, a fellow godly person, a woman um, by the name of Alana. I want to give a shout out to her because you want to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone because when it comes to the pornography industry it is so predominantly male driven now there are females women who do who do watch it i mean i've actually had discussions with women who've actually watched it and admit that they have an addiction to it but make no mistake about it it's it's a it's it's a primary primarily male dominant uh, industry where the most eyes on it are males, boys, men. And this was something that for a long time that I struggled with. Um, and I kind of had to tell myself that it was a problem. Now, watch this. For me personally, it wasn't because I was watching it every day. It wasn't because um, I was consistently coming back to it because I could have a string of days, I could have a string of weeks where I wouldn't watch it, and then suddenly, bam, 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 I would, I would watch it three days in a row. Then I would go a week or two not watching it, and then I would watch it a couple of days in a row. So, so there's still a pattern there. 
it's like when you keep coming back to something, it doesn't matter how frequent or often it is. When you find yourself coming back to something, you're addicted to that. It's calling you. It's it has a grip on you and you have to figure out a way to break that grip and get out of that situation. And for me personally, being a faith based man, it's like all I all I all I got is just the power of prayer and just praying that God would remove that thing from my life, that God would lift me up from that thing from my life. And I, it was just a struggle. And the reason why I give Alana a shout out is because she was the very first woman I've ever seen, that I've ever seen go into a public forum, onto social media and say, hey guys, I have a problem. I have a problem. And this has been an issue. And that takes so much courage and heart to come out. It's one thing for a man to do it. It's one thing for anybody to admit that they have a problem because it makes you have this almost facade that you are a person who's bad or a person who's not good to be around others or just this 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 false image of yourself that you don't want to project on other people like they should stay away from you. So that's why that's why I brought her up, because it's one thing to have an addiction that's centered around uh, pornography. It's another step up when you're a woman and the industry isn't even catered towards you. And it's and you acknowledge that it's a problem. You acknowledge that you had a habit. You acknowledge that it's that it's garbage and it's filth and that it most certainly is because it does something to you as a person. And me being a man, I can't speak for a woman. I can only go off of what a woman is saying, but I concur with this woman. And but for me personally, it makes when whenever you indulge in pornography, it makes you look at women differently. Now, first of all, even if you have never been exposed to pornography yet, it's, it's hard enough as being a guy as it is without wanting to look at women in an objective matter. It's tough enough as it is. When you bring pornography in, when that finds a way into your life, that takes things to a whole nother level of objectifying and sexualizing women out in public. It just fries your brain. It perverts your 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 psyche, everything that you see. It it it, it just does something to you that does not feel good to your spirit. It's like we know when we're what we're watching is not good for us. It's like you're watching something and it's doing it's doing things to you, to your mind, to your heart, to your spirit that you can feel it is having a negative impact on you. And it's not doing you any favors by any stretch of the imagination. And for the longest time, for the longest time, it's like, you, 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 you know, it's. It's an issue to where you find yourself bored and that comes through your mind. And so you go and seek out 
um, porn. You pull up your phone or a computer, whatever you whatever you have, and then you find yourself indulging in uh in this in this industry that is so so dark and wretched. And the thing that's so the thing that that that's that's the worst about it for me personally, because quite frankly, I've I've just been so ashamed. But it's all for me has brought me closer to my Lord and Savior because able to break that mold and to get released from that bondage. Like I said, the thing that the reason why I low key kept it going as long as I did is because I wouldn't watch it every day, sometimes not even every week. It might be two or three times a month. And then I feel I'm like, yeah, so I, I don't have an issue. I mean, there's people out there that do it every day, that watch it every day. So I would like I would justify myself in doing it. But in actuality, when you built that pattern, that right there is all that I need to know. When I find myself coming back, it's like and I don't care if it's just two, three times a month. I don't care. The fact that I'm coming back to this and it's doing something negative to my thinking, something negative to my spirit. And I can feel it each and every time, not only when I'm done watching or when I step out the door and I'm immediately seeing these women and my mind is going there to that place. And, and, you, and, and we all know it. All of us know it. All of us know it. Men most certainly know it. And women know it. And women who have struggled with this. Like I said, the ratio is very lopsided. But the women who have a pornography addiction have also said that they sexualize others because of it, that they will that that it's more intensified. And. The whole situation has really it, it, it's almost it's almost came to a point to where people as a whole they 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 want to try to deal with it themselves but we've gotten better we've gotten better as as a as a as a group of 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 addicts that people come together and be like hey guys this is what we can do and usually the best course of action is for fellowship when you have people who can relate, when you have people who know what you're going through because they're struggling themselves. And if you lift somebody up, especially if it's somebody who has 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 gotten and raised up above that addiction. Now, it just so happens that we're talking about pornography today, but that's any addiction. That's any addictions. I mean, some people have an alcohol addiction where they have to have a drink every day. Uh, some people have a smoking addic addiction. And like I said, some people have a sex addiction. You know, so no matter what, no matter what it is, all the above is, 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 is not good for you. None of it, none of it is good for you. Unless, unless you're married, of course, <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you're married and you, and you have a healthy relationship with your spouse, there's nothing, no, I, I, that's 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 where I strive to be, uh, contrary to what I just said, you know, so but as far as casual sex, 
there's no, nothing positive can come from casual sex, none whatsoever. So that's I just let me let me specify as far as that is concerned with people who have uh, sex addiction addiction and you're having these no strings attached friends with benefits, whatever you want to call it. Um, and there's just nothing positive that's going to come from it. You know, there's something that my, you know, my dad, he told me this um, a year or two ago. And it, it has really stuck with me as a per as soon as he said it, I, 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 it was like the light went on immediately. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. I felt every single thing that he said. And my pop said, when you lay down with somebody and you are having intercourse with them, you're basically giving them a piece of your soul. And that, that was so powerful to me. And like, I, I, I mean, I mean, immediately I was just like, wow, because to this day, as a single man, as a bachelor, whatever you want to call it, never been married, no kids to this day, I feel that connection with ex-girlfriends of mine who I had sexual relations with. I still I feel that connection. I, 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 I think about them still like, hey, you know, like I wonder how they're doing. I hope they're OK. And, and even mentally, mentally, my plate, my, there's these visions in my head of the times that I was with them, the times that I laid down with them. And and there's 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 a couple in particular where I really felt just uh, in bondage for a long time because I laid down with this particular woman or this particular girl who I had been seeing or whatever the case may be. And she wasn't my wife, you know, so there's certainly somebody who knows what I'm talking about as I, as I speak when, you know, you're, you're in a relationship or you're seeing somebody and you're having sex with them and it just does something to you. And the, now, now the actual pleasure is gone and that's gone in a few moments, but the aftermath down the road um, and it kind of does something to your mind, your psyche. And it kind of does, it just, it just puts you in a place to where it feels like a part of you is gone and with them, you know, and that's, that's the part that, that really stuck with me when my pop had told me that um, I'm just kind of like, I mean, like, that's so accurate. That's so accurate, man. You know, it's just like it's like giving a piece of your soul to that person. I mean, think about it. You are literally giving your body to that person that you're laying down with. You are literally letting somebody penetrate you. I mean, when you really break it down into layman's term and, and, and think of the physical act itself, there is so much there as far as what you can take from it. Because you really, really have to understand all that really goes into it. It's so much more than just the physical part. You know, like I said, the physical act of sexual intercourse really just lasts a few moments with a person. 
but what comes after can devastate you for a lifetime. I mean, whether that be babies, whether that be STDs, whether that be um, disorders, mental, uh, uh, mental and emotional um, things that follow you for years and years. And believe you me, the latter is something that I've had to deal with. And I've been able to overcome those quote unquote demons because of the grace of God. I can only speak for myself. Somebody may understand exactly what I'm talking about. And it's and it has taken a while. It's taken a while. But but I feel like that there's been so much scar tissue because of these premarital uh, affairs or, or premarital relationships that I've had with 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 women in the past and have absolutely nothing to show for it as far as all these women that I've been that I've shared life with that I've had relationships with um they're nowhere to be found now you know like that none of them are my wife you know like so but to bring to I kind of went off in the weeds a little bit but just kind of like picking up where I left off from the last episode but to come back to this particular uh, topic of pornography the anybody who is struggling with pornography and like I said if, if, if you're a person who's like me where you're not necessarily watching it every day you're not necessarily watching it every week but you find yourself consistently coming back to it every five days every 10 days every 15 days you find yourself coming back to it and this is happening for months. It's not an everyday thing. Sometimes it's a weekly thing. Sometimes it's a couple of months thing. But you, either way, you, you build a pattern, your own pattern. And yes, some people have it worse than you do. Some people do watch it every day. Some people watch it multiple times a day. And the the best way to conquer something, see, you're, 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 you're not... Me, myself, I never considered myself a hardcore addict, but nevertheless, I'm an addict. That's something that I had to look myself in the mirror and continuous, continuously pray about. For me personally, that the Lord would remove that thing from me, that you give me strength and show me something. And the best thing to do for anybody who's struggling is to is to look up online or any social media platform and find people who are recovering from not just pornography, but whatever it is that you're dealing with, whether that be alcoholism, whether that be smoking, find somebody who's in, find a group of people who are the exact same boat that you have been. And you know that you are trying to break away from this with everything that you got. And when it comes to pornography as a whole, it's 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 so much more refreshing when you even hear from a woman's standpoint that, you, hey, man, like we struggle too, you know, like it may not be to the degree that men, but when a woman stands out and puts her hand up and been like, yes, this is something that I've been struggling with. This is something that has been an issue for me for years and I'm an addict. That in it that that in its own right. It just lets you know that even though sex is more 
it's 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 more labeled on men as something that we quote unquote men um, are obsessed with. No, make no mistake about it. Women as well. It, uh, sex feels great for both parties, for both genders. It feels great. But it's just more when you actually hear it, though, it's one thing to know it in your mind. But when you see women step out and say, hey, this has been a problem for me. Yes, I am a sex addict. Yes, I enjoy pornography. It's very refreshing and it's very new when you see that. So, um, again, you know, just one more shout out to Alana. I really appreciate her stepping out. You know, I, I had seen her her videos that she had posted on uh, YouTube earlier this year. You know, and and she is quite the inspiration for people who find themselves struggling. But for me, this is something that started years ago that I had to come to grips with and finally, finally been able to overcome and something that I was very ashamed about, something that I was very embarrassed about. And, and, I, and I know I'm not the only one I know. I'm, and, and that's the whole point. That's the idea of sharing this situation, because you're not alone. We as people, and there's always, always somebody going through the exact same thing that you are going through. But we often like to hide things that we find shameful, opposed to going on a platform and saying, hey, yes, this has been an issue, but I overcame it. And you can, too. So my closing remarks for this sensitive subject for everybody is to on any in any on any social media platform, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, go into the search box and look for recovering addicts. Pull that up and you will find groups all over the place. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, like I, it just so happens that I, I'm covering pornography in this particular episode. But again, it could be smoking, it could be drugs, it could be alcohol, liquor, whatever whatever it is that you, that you're struggling with and you know it's killing you and you know it's tearing you up. Go search out those recovery groups and I assure you, it is a great great start. The second thing that I will also recommend for everybody is to find something to do with your free time. When you're not working, the last thing that you want to have happen is feeling bored. That is the last thing that you want to happen. You need to stay busy doing something. Be productive doing something. You, you have to keep your mind moving forward. You can't be just having this, uh, this bored and lazy attitude. I mean, because if that happens... More often than not, whatever it is that you're struggling with, you will relapse. You have to stay busy. You have to stay productive. And that is all that I have on this particular episode. It is my personal prayer that anybody out there who is struggling, who has gone through, who, who has gone through it and is still going through it, that you will come to a place that you most certainly can overcome your personal demons. And even if you don't know the Lord yourself personally, like I do, it is my personal prayer that he 
will allow you to come over your demons and with and in turn that you might come to know him for yourself. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And I pray that somebody was blessed with anything that I had to say. Thank you and God bless.